0: out there my name is noah michael smith yes it's christmas eve today the 24th tomorrow is the big day you cut your presents and stuff ready you got your all your your tree and your socks and your your what socks no suck no your stockings you got your stockings ready do you still do that do you got kids you still put stockings on the end on the end of their bed (laughs) oh man we say we don't anyway, let's go on. Let's go on. I don't wanna I don't wanna shatter anyone's illusions out there. But let's crack on. What's today's show about? We are talking about hurt feelings. My goodness and boy. Feelings, feelings, feelings. I got a in wake of closing my class, which I said to you I told you about yesterday and the day before, that I was um, I, I had to close my class for various reasons that were getting me down and it was a form of resetting my my neurons and resetting the boundaries and starting from scratch again and sometimes you have to do that as I say before never be ashamed or shy or embarrassed to do that that's what bigger men or bigger women do you know you reset to start all over again but I was disappointed in some of the reactions that I got in what in, in wake of sending out the email of cancellation, I got a quite a few emails back. And on reading one of them, I was, it was quite upsetting. I was disappointed. So I decided not to read anymore because why would you want to upset yourself, right? My mind's already congested with the things going on. So I don't want to congest it with anything more and just let that, that those thoughts infiltrate my mind and, and get me down. I was speaking to Sheila and... And Sheila said, have I read the emails? I said, no, Sheila, I read one I don't really want to read anymore. But she said, I re- I should read the others because there's some real nice ones there. And yet there were, there were a few nice ones. That I still was reluctant to read them because I believe you should take the rough with the smooth, yin and yang. It's no good reading something and be extraly disappointed and then reading something and be extraly happy. It's a a happy medium. And if you just do this high, low, high, low thing all the time, it's damaging to your well-being. So I didn't want to do that. I like to just say, people that say nice things, very nice. People that say horrible things, well, it's tough. So, but I did read one. Yeah, from Luca's mother. And it was really nice. It was so nice to know that people understand. Without knowing exactly what's going on, they understand what's happening. And there was one other father as well, Luca's dad. So Luca... And Lucas, yes, Lucas, Dad, I should say he sent another nice email, and these are both people that I've lived and been in business for a while, and understand that things aren't just as simple as you as they may be. I hope they both know that I care so much about their children despite Lucas is a difficult child. Difficult in a really nice sense of the way, actually. He makes me laugh so much. That boy is a character. But I have to keep him in check, you know. I've got to keep him in check, because if I don't, he'll go off the reins, and before you know it, the whole class is disrupted. But he's one of those kind of guys, and I'd rather have him in the class than not have him in the class. So, um, yeah, kind of guy like that keeps you young, man. I tell you, he's good. He's a good, good character. Luca is a little quieter. He's a different character altogether, but both great kids good parents and good parenting skills to have such rounded children you know it comes to me as no surprise that the the parents who write negative things about what the decision are made their children are difficult children in the worst sense of the word. However, the parents that are all grounded, that are quite collected and calm and know about life, their kids always seem to have a greater understanding. Is there an, a coincidence there that the parents psyche and good nature rubs off on the children? You know, it's no good being bitter about something. If you don't want to attend, that's okay. That's really okay. If you don't want to come back to the class. I'm I'm ha- I'm fine with that. Of course, I do everything in my power to keep you there because I'm that kind of guy and I, I love teaching you, the, the students all the time, every time. But if it's not working with you for one reason or another, the time doesn't work, the venue doesn't work, the logistics don't work, whatever, then it's okay not to turn up. It's okay not to come. I'm writing a book at the moment, which I've told you many times before, if you don't know, you know now, I'm writing a fictional book. So my brain, my neurons are are reprogrammed into fictional mode. I'm dreaming, I'm, I want to see what the the conjure up different horizons, different worlds that's going on in my head. So because I'm in that mode, and you should know when you're doing something, look, if you want to buy a car, I'm going to Go just go off track for a while. If you want to buy a red BMW Series Three, you all of a sudden you start pulling in overtime, um, holding down two or three jobs, asking friends to give you a bit of work here and there, um, saving your money a little bit more, opening some kind of saving plan. Next thing you know, you you see magazines just falling into your lap all of a sudden with red BMWs. You go past BMW showrooms with red seeing red bmw the very exact one that you want you see the thing all the time because your neurons get reprogrammed and home in on that particular task i'm writing a book right now and all my neurons are are focusing on fictional fictional characters fictional things happening i want to see um all these different things throughout the world going on so i can exaggerate them and make my book become the best book i can possibly write so when I get emails into my head, if, it's, if they're bad emails, I'm going to think of the worst grime of possible. It's going to affect me because if the book is affecting my mood in order for me to write, of course, a situation coming into my head with my neurons already programmed to receive information in that fictional information in that way. Yes, I'm going to be extra affected by it. I'm going to be hurt. And that hurt is going to hurt my feelings deeply. And not only that, I take my martial arts and my fitness and kickboxing extremely seriously. Not to the extent where I go in and I'm moaning and and don't smile. I I have lots of laughs with the children that I teach and the adults that I teach. However, I love what I do. I would not change what I do for a living for anything. And... It's it's set in my bones. If I didn't do it this way, I'd be doing it another way. So yeah, things that come to me in the way that they've come to me, the emails that I received that weren't very nice, I am I am upset. I got to say, <laughs> upset. Not for long, but it upset me nevertheless. But I'm gonna teach you a real good lesson here. And I had to draw on all my motivational skills and my, um, my tutorial skills and my mentoring skills and use them on myself. Because at this time, I talk to a lot of people. Um, I have good people around me, predominantly girls. I'm so fortunate to have a lot of women around me because talking to them really do help. More than the guys, I've got to say. I don't have many male friends. But I will tell you this. And this is advice I give to many people when they're going through some of the stuff that I've gone through over the past two or three months. Now, no one has the power to hurt your feelings. No one at all. However, you have the power to allow people to hurt your feelings. And I had, I had to relay that to myself over and over again. And what that means is that, yeah, people can say things about you, but you could, it's only you that can make those, fe- those, those things that people are saying hurt you. You know, you could be thick-skinned about it and let it go over your head. You ever seen those people that are so thick-skinned, whatever you say to them just goes over their head and it annoys the heck out of you? It doesn't annoy the heck out of me because I don't, I, don't, um, I don't say things like that to people, right? And if they get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. But I've seen, it's like somebody ranting on the internet, on Facebook about you, saying you're this and that, but you don't know any different because you don't go on Facebook, so it doesn't hurt you. Same old accolade, same old saying, what what your granny would say. What you don't know can't hurt you. So even if you do hear it, you've got to harden yourself and turn the tables around. Imagine the person saying it for good reasons. Hear them say it with a lovely, smiling voice. See them saying it in your mind with a loving, smiling face. As I said before, it doesn't matter if the person says something to you and they're gonna sling their hook, as to as the phrase go in here in the UK. It means they're gonna say something and then they're gonna go off and find another class. That's fine. That's also fine, as I said to you earlier on. But the big takeaway is, the massive takeaway is, don't speculate. And you know what I'm like about speculation. If you, read, if you go back to some of my other episodes, I've got a whole thing about speculation. Do not speculate on stuff unless somebody comes to you. Right, the email is only going to tell you so much, right? The rest is all your mind conjuring up all kinds of different scenarios. I've, I've been there. I'm no different from you all. I'm flesh and blood just like you. Yeah, I just learned to control it a little bit better. I'm a, I'm a deep thinker or I like to think myself as a deep thinker. So I often think things out and think, well, why is this upsetting me? OK, let's put the things into place to stop it from upsetting me. And one of those things is don't over and analyze what you've already been told on the on the um the, the uh, on the email. The email's got so many written words, and you start reading between those lines. You're gonna read wrong because unless the person comes to you and tells you X Y Z from the horse's mouth in person, you hear it from their mouth right directly into your ears. Then you only. All you're doing is causing speculation. And that is a real quick way to your doom and gloom and demise. Yeah, until you see and hear, you cannot be sure. That's what I'm saying. It's a formulation. You're formulating a cocktail in your head. And the cocktail that you're formulating is wrong. It's a nasty cocktail. No one wants to drink it. It's toxic. Yeah, so you need to get a grip with your own mind and control the deep, rotten thoughts that are persecuting your head and giving you a mental life sentence. Now, the, on the other hand, as I said, boomer, the whole coming back to this whole boom and bust thing, it's okay to think nice thoughts, but don't get overexcited with that also, because what will happen there is that you're setting yourself up to be crushed. You need to have that yin and yang philosophy light can't put out light, darkness can't put out darkness. You need light to put out darkness. Yeah? So you've got to have the opposites. And yin and yang doesn't mean... People think yin and yang means both opposite ends of the scale. It doesn't mean that at all. It means you need one end and the other end to balance it out. That's what harmonizing your body means. Harmonize your body. Ground yourself. Make yourself centralise your calmness, centralise your energy, centralise your electricity that's running through your body. Ground yourself, yes? Your two ends of the scale come together, meet in the middle, to make one centralised human person that's well-adjusted, well-grounded and harmonised. You got me? That's where we want to go with you. So tomorrow is Christmas Day. Are you all ready for Christmas Day? you got your presents packed? you got your, your, your presents under the tree? The lights flickering on that tree. You know you got Are you old school with the tree? you got the colored lights there? I go in my parents' house, I've got the colored lights, or you go to a modern person's house that just, just got the white lights. The white lights look really nice. But I think things are going to go full circle, you know, We're gonna, everyone's going to come back to those different color lights blaring out on the tree and stuff. Is your fairy on top? Is your fairy on top? (laughs) And are you at home watching the classic movies? You know what? I was listening to the radio the other day and they were going through the classic movies and Die Hard came up the top. Die Hard 1 came up the top and the the guy on the radio station was saying, Die Hard? Is that a Christmas movie? And I thought about that. Was Die Hard a Christmas movie? Heck it is, you know. Because remember, she is on the plane and she's doing an office Christmas party. And she's going back. So the whole thing revolves around that Christmas period. So yeah, it's a Christmas film. All right. (laughs) Never thought about it in that way. But look, tomorrow I am going to be talking. What am I going to be talking about tomorrow? Yes. (laughs) Why, when, what, where? And there's a bonus question. So tomorrow's show, Christmas Day, is going to be a good show. Look out for it. I cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow it's nice and cozy and warm in my house right now i'm not leaving here and i will not be leaving on christmas day either my lady wants to take me out somewhere i don't know where she wants to go but i want to stay in i want to stay in and watch some classic movies are good are good i look i love you all i look forward to seeing you on a big day i hope you get all the presents that you want diamond rings and all that (laughs) Y'all have a good time. See you later. Bo!